This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Okay, wait, so the plan was on the break between episodes. Sweet green. Sweet green and a massage. Yeah. Did either happen? Neither happened. <laughs> Here's what happened. I walked myself over to Sweet Green. Somebody said there was a Sweet Green around the corner. It is. Oh, it's like up the street. It was far. <laughs> it was on Kenmare. That's far. I must have found the wrong one. Wait, no, because I went to Kava and passed the Sweet Green on my way. It was less than 10 minutes. I looked up Sweet Green in the area and the nearest one said Kenmare. Ken oh, I think you got missed. I got you. think you got led astray. I got so led astray. I show up to the sweet green. Here's the thing with sweet green. I have one thing I'm going to get there. I refuse to experiment with another bowl because it's too expensive to get it wrong. If you find sure. something you like and it's $20, I'm going to stick with that. Sure. And I love my sweet green salad. I really, really, it's just the one thing in life that I never get sick of. And it's just a lunch that I treat myself to. So if I'm going to pay for that, it needs to be the one I want. Yeah. I don't have any changes to it's just it's the harvest bowl with chickpeas instead of sweet potatoes. Now that mod, are you in generally are you always a no sweet potato person or is this just like you think it works better with chickpeas in this Not bowl? a fan of the sweet potatoes, but specifically okay. the ones at sweet green feel so leathery and not they're not my vibe. I also love chickpeas, everything about them. I love chickpeas, yeah. But the wild rice makes this dish. All right. Yeah, you need it's If you don't have the wild fucking rice. <laughs> you like close the store. First of all, okay. There needs to be an alert. Like they need to send out an, <laughs> I need an Amber alert. Like there's no reason there should not be wild rice in this place. They should have it cooking round the clock. Okay. Yeah. Who the fuck with a capital F <laughs> is getting white rice in their bowls at Sweetgreen? Wait, there's white rice at Sweetgreen? Yes. Like I quinoa, I guess I can understand. I didn't know there was white rice at Sweet Green. Are you who gets white rice at Chipotle? Even oh, you're crazy. I, I do. I do. Really? The texture of brown rice is not my fave. It, it's like a little too gummy. Interesting. Well, I it's not I like can't ew, I can't it. eat it, but I like, do just prefer white. If I'm having white rice, it's in a sushi roll. Like I, I just can't imagine anywhere else having white rice. But anyways, to have no wild rice is something I can get down with. But I'm just not gonna get Sweet Green. If they don't have the wild rice, I'm not going to get that bowl because it's not the sweet green bowl. And then I'm paying $20 for a kale salad, essentially. Uh I don't believe in paying that much money for a salad. At sweet green with the rice, it's a bowl. That's like a a hearty, Well, the carbs make it filling. Yes, and it's hearty and it keeps me full all day and it's nice and warm. It's just really wonderful. It's really great. Yeah, Around- the Harvest Bowl is for sure their most popular product. Oh my I think. god, it's incredible. Have I've been you, eating it for years. I'm, I'm but- not going to tell you you should try because I know you won't. But I'm just curious. Have you ever tried the miso bowl? Because it's like a variant of the Harvest Bowl. I sometimes I walk in there and I smell it. and I'm like, maybe today will be. It's the only day. in the winter, so it's probably there right now. But I love the miso bowl. Okay, well maybe one day when I'm willing. But today was not the day. Yeah, I yeah, wanted absolutely. my bowl. Well, it also needs the rice. I was so. really was I not? I walked out of this room and said I'm craving. I want sweet cream. You said it's I, one my man went straight yeah, yeah. to it. So I really, it's a food group to me, is Sweet Green. I went in there, I get through the entire line, 
to the end where it's time to add what the goat cheese and I guess the wild rice is at the end in this location. Oh no, you were already in the line getting the salad when you found out. There should be a sign on the door if you don't have the fucking wild rice. Uh -oh. There, I made the entire bowl and they go, do you want white rice or quinoa? I go, excuse me? Oh no. Excuse me? By the way, I'm I'm very good with the customer. You're, so you're I'm a polite. nice I'm a nice customer. I would never make a big stink about this, but in my mind, I'm like, say it again, bitch. She goes, <laughs> white rice? Do you want white rice? I'm like, no, I can't. I can't eat it. So did you bail on the bowl? Well, at that point, it's too late. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. So I said, no, I just won't have any rice. And I'm like, I don't even know what I'm gonna do, but I'll make do, right? I'm yeah. running out of time. I've already given up my massage. Yeah, wait, why did that not happen? It was just too late. Like gotcha. there wasn't enough time. So I get, <laughs> I get to the end of the line, and this woman. <laughs> The sweet, sweet woman who must have been in some kind of rush dares put the top on my salad before even even chopping it up. The slice. She, no she mixing. Did, she did the swirl of the dressing. Uh -huh. You know that I get one swirl of the dressing. Uh -huh. Cap on. I'm like, you're not even gonna give it a little toss. Oh, that sucks. Excuse me. Yeah, you need to toss it. This is like a weird soupy concoction that I'm not going to eat. So I sit down outside. And I have this giant lump of goat cheese stuck to my fork and everything else is just little like, 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 uh, piles of mm. the ingredients. Yeah. I try shaking it up. It's not working. So I try to mix up the goat cheese, which is like cement with the fork. The fork snaps in half. Yeah. All right. A disaster. At this point, I'm like, I'm on my last fucking straw. Yeah. This is the straw that broke this whore's back. Okay. <laughs> I go back in. I say, excuse me. I'm so good with the fucking, like, you would never know. I, I think this is a gift that I don't let the Karen out. I go, excuse me, may I have another fork, please? Walk outside, like, stomp over to this fucking bench. And everyone's looking at me because I keep going, Ugh, like, grunting out. Oh, my God. And another fork. Breaks in <laughs> half. Breaks in half. These stupid like corn forks, these recyclable compostable forks. Yeah. I've had it. I closed up the bowl. What about a clothes and a shake? Did you try that? I tried the clothes and the shake. And it didn't work. Wow. There's still a, a giant lump of goat cheese. If the, if the goat cheese isn't broken up, you're kind of fucked. Yeah, you're yeah. fucked. Yeah. I'm like, I need the, the tongs to break up the goat cheese. Exactly. You need a metal. So I <laughs> threw it out. Damn. I, I literally so dumped it in the right trash now. can. I went and got the stupid rice rolls I always do. I can't keep eating this thing. I mean, I that just. Sucks. That really sucks. I'm sorry that happened to you. Anyway. I got kava and it was really story. good. I'm glad you enjoyed your kava. But I will say I was really mad because the kava, look at this. I took a photo of it because I was so furious. The kava that I went to only has four seats. And this gay guy took up one of those four seats for his jacket and his bag. No, and that drives I, me insane. I was so mad. I was so furious. I was literally standing behind him. And then I was like, I was like, I'm gonna say something. I'm, but he was like, I could see he had like two bites of his bowl left, but I just kept being like, I'm gonna say something. I'm gonna say something. I need to sit down. There are no other seats. And there's a line of people. It's like lunchtime in, in fucking Soho. What's with nobody having any seats, by the way? The Starbucks by my place has two chairs in there and like three I mean, tables. I get like, I get this, like this and like maybe 
the star well actually no that's just hostile is design they don't well, want people sitting this this kava was small enough that i was kind of like i don't know where else they would put chairs yeah. like it was a tiny little kava but it's like if there are four chairs how dare you put your jacket on one and sit next to it like bitch sit on your jacket that, no it's so fucked up i would never even think that's how you can tell the difference between a good person and a bad person i'm sorry i would never fucking think to do that you don't take up space when it's a crowded place you don't somebody the other day on the subway had 10 shopping bags and had them all like lined up in a row. Well, I found this out from working in restaurants. Did you know that in some cultures, it's like really bad luck to put your bag on the ground or put then bags on the- Then hold it on your fucking head. I don't care. <laughs> You're in New York. That's a culture in itself. It's really bad luck in New York to take up a seat on a crowded subway. That's true. And you're going to get kicked in the face. That's your fucking karma. I'm, I just think that I have the right to like give you the stink eye. Also, I think we've talked about this 10 times, but the man spreading, it's like- it's such a joke and it's such a meme on the internet with the man spreading. I don't know how people haven't caught on. It's like the definition of men where you will say something over and over and over again and they just laugh it off and they're like, yeah, that's so true. And then they don't do anything. I see a TikTok a day about man spreading yeah. and every single day they still are like, my friends do it. Like they just take up four seats. Yeah. It's insane. Inconsiderate. Also, this is such a funny concept for a podcast where we just complain about like, first world problems essentially mm -hmm. sweet green and kava bowls and whatever and i no always thought that would be yeah you know you love it <laughs> i just always thought that would be such a funny podcast where we did like an hour straight of just complaining about like things that are completely we have We're the privilege fine. of enjoying 100 yeah, but then i went on this podcast with jared freed and he already has it yeah damn Tough. it's called luxury lounge oh good for him yeah, good for him. Don't go listen. He has enough listeners. Listen to art. <laughs> You're, they already are. He's popular. He has a special and everything. Good for listen him. Listen to ours. Um, well, oh, what was I just going to say? Oh, but there was one really hard thing that happened to me at the Kava, which was their Diet Coke was out of syrup. So it was just seltzer when it came out. I feel like the Kava, I've never seen um, a Kava with like normal sodas, but I feel like. I'm calling it Diet Coke, but it was that main root company. Oh, but gross. I, 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 like, I like that soda. Really? Yeah, I like most sodas. I like soda. I like a lot of different sodas and I drink a lot of different sodas. Like, I think that like, obviously Diet Coke and Coke are like wonderful products. Yeah. And like, I think a Diet Coke is probably the thing I drink the most and the soda I reach out for for the most. Yeah. But I think sometimes we get caught up in the mentality of the love of something means you have to dislike the other things. Yeah. But like, here's the thing. Like, do I think that Diet Coke is better than Diet Pepsi? Personally, yes. But like, if I'm at a Regal watching a movie, there's obviously only Pepsi products available. I would rather drink a Pepsi, a Diet Pepsi than not drink a soda at all. So right. like, and I enjoy the Diet Pepsi. I'm not constantly being like, I wish this was a Diet Coke. Like that's just me personally. Yeah. Sometimes I want a Dr. Pepper. Sometimes I want a Sprite. Sometimes I want, you know, like there's a lot of different things. I literally can't think of a soda I don't like. I like- Never met a soda I didn't like. I'm actually like dead serious. I did try Moxie once and that was like a bit intense for me, but I was a little kid. I bet I would like it now. Okay. Well, ginger we'll have ale? some moxie on here for Wait, you. Ginger ale is so underrated. Ginger ale. Also, there's these new flavored ones. Like Canada Dry now has blackberry ginger ale and cranberry. Oh, that sounds good. It was, my cousin had them at Christmas Eve and they were fucking bomb. Have you had Pepsi? That's like, um. The holiday spice? It's no, it's like that special one that comes in a different type of can. And it's like a creamy Pepsi. Oh, I hated that. Oh, I love it. It tastes like melted ice cream. It's like such a treat. The, it's the nitro Pepsi. Yeah, the nitro Pepsi. It's uh, to so me, it was soft. Flat. I was like. I get that it's soft, but I was like, I think I want bub. I want, it just depends on your mood, but it's so smooth. I drank one of those when I saw Avatar 2 in theaters. Speaking of movies, uh -huh. you're going to get mad at me. 
This is the part we need to put some sort of like like band on the bottom of the screen. Talia's opinion, not Jake's. Okay. Um. So, I saw. Okay. I haven't seen a good fucking movie in in years. I'm sorry. Like. Oh, I've I seen some see, movies recently that I really like. I need to see Poor Things. I need to see it. Um. Anyone but you. What a joke. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, I heard Wonka. Mm Kill yourself. Like, I, I can't even believe I spent the time. Okay. See, I heard anyone but you. I heard Glenn Powell. I heard parts of it were funny, parts of it were really bad. I heard Wonka is just, like, doesn't even try to be for adults. It's, like, just for kids. Like, it doesn't try to, like, give anything to, like, do you know what I mean? That's what I it, heard. I would feel offended for my child on behalf oh. of my child. Like, Wonka, the original, and, and I understand that it wasn't supposed to be the original Wonka. I'm right, not it's a prequel, anti, right? I haven't yeah, seen it. I'm not anti all adaptations, although I wish somebody would get off their ass and write an original idea for once. Oh, but they are writing them. The studios aren't making them. Let's yeah, be clear. <laughs> but I think that like, for example, I love the original Willy Wonka. I always think that will be the best. I think that the Tim Burton Wonka with Johnny Depp it's fun. was really wonderful. I think it was like a new take on it. Totally. It wasn't my favorite, but it was totally fun. And the story was consistent. Like if you're going to present this character who's such a fixture for many generations, at least be a little bit consistent about like who this person is. I think that Wonka made zero fucking sense. Like okay. it actually, there's no, like what happened to like narrative storytelling? <laughs> what happened to stringing a sentence together? I don't understand nothing. Okay. I need to gather my thoughts. A couple things. Why was every, everyone had a different accent in this film. Where was this? I don't know. Some people oh. were speaking with like a thick Cockney accent and some people yeah. were just straight up American. I don't understand. Secondly, the conflicts in this movie were like, I just, I don't, children's movies should have better conflicts. This was like completely not real. Like nothing totally. in this was, there were no stakes. Nothing made sense. I just don't. And also if you're going to have, as I was saying, Wonka, you've had two huge movies about Wonka already. Everybody knows the story of Willy Wonka. If you're going to give me a prequel, make it consistent with what I know about him already. They rewrote the whole thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. It just doesn't make any sense. But um, okay. Well, I saw a bunch thoughts? of movies I really liked. Okay, what did you like? I really liked Maestro a lot. Oh, I need to see that. I really liked Saltburn a lot, and I really liked um, Poor Things. I liked Poor Things, so I didn't like Poor Things as much as I liked Yorgos Lathimos' others movies. Like I, l I loved Killing of a Sacred Deer, and I loved The Favorite, and I liked Poor Things a lot. Like, but I yeah. don't think I liked it as much. It's visually like so, so, so amazing. Like it looks so good it yeah. looks it looks so cool and good and i think it's important to see in theaters because because of that and maestro similarly like maestro has like some like really amazing shots i think maestro is my favorite of the three i a lot of people didn't like saltburn i really like saltburn i think it's like really fun like i think it's like really really fun i don't know isn't it isn't there like a shocking sex scene or something everyone was like uncomfortable like you're not supposed to watch with your parents i wouldn't watch it with my parents or my siblings but if i did i would be fine but there is like there's like a couple scenes. The thing is, it's like, it's those kind of things where it's like, depending on who you are, it's like, it's shocking, but it's also hot, but it's also gross. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And those kind of complicated feelings are not one to like experience among your like yeah. family members. Um, but I thought it was really fun. I thought Saltburn, the soundtrack of Saltburn, I've been listening to since I watched it, okay. the soundtrack, because it takes place in 2007 in oh, England. So it's like a really great. fun era of music. Um, Maestro, I really loved. The prosthetics are so incredible. Like, because it starts, it's a, it's a biopic of Leonard Bernstein. Right. And it starts and ends with him in his, like, I think, 70s, maybe. 
And like the old age makeup doesn't look, if you didn't know it was Bradley Cooper, I would just think it's an old man. It's like the most incredible old age makeup I've ever seen in my life. I Weird. could not get over it. Like I love that that's what you noticed about it. Well, it's the first, it's the first shot of the movie. And I right. was like, oh my God. Cause like, I feel like normally old age makeup looks crazy. Right. Like it's not your, I'm like, just hire an old actor. Like you can't do this. But this right. was like, I, I mean, if it doesn't win the makeup Oscar, I'll be like, how? Like how? how? Right. It's well, so amazing. That'll cause a whole bunch of buzz though about the whole, I, can I say something that's going to disgrace the Jewish folks that are listening? I just don't see the big deal about ha him having that nose. Like, I just, I really didn't, as a Jew, I didn't find it to be particularly offensive. I think that we were picking the wrong fight. But I'm, gl I'm glad to know that they did it in a way that was, like, really artful and beautiful. I just think that they made, I actually think that he looks like the picture. Like, yeah. I, I genuinely, I don't think that it was, like, a character of a Jewish person, or caricature, rather. The only thing that bothered me about reading about how he, they had to put on the prosthetic Jew nose was that a Jewish person had the rights to the film and Bradley Cooper like apparently took them. Like Jake Gyllenhaal was supposed to play the part. That's the only thing. My New Year's resolution for everyone making movies, this is your resolution. No more non-Jewish actors and Jewish parts, thank you. That's all I have to say. And that's my, that's my request, please. But I'm glad to hear that they had the good prosthetics. Yeah, it was really impressive and I just thought it was like a beautiful movie I cried Carrie Mulligan's amazing in it I cried a lot I love Carrie Mulligan um I thought yeah I haven't watched a movie yet this year that I like hated I've been training my boyfriend I made him watch Promising Young Woman and Gone Girl within like a week so he's terrified of me now <laughs> but he's been learning a lot and he's really never um, seen Gone Girl he hadn't seen Gone Girl. Have I told you about when I saw Gone Girl? That was really the story when I saw or it. Or wait, theaters? I don't think I made him watch it yet. I think we started it. He has to finish it. He also watched Get Out with me. Oh, fun. I'm tra I'm training him all around. Like yeah. I'm giving him a well-rounded education in women, minority groups. I, when I, I want I saw, him to understand. When I saw Gone Girl, light spoilers for Gone Girl if you haven't seen it yet. But when I saw it, it was I saw it in theaters and I had read the book, so I was like really excited to see it. So I went. Pretty shortly after it came out to like an early matinee at my favorite movie theater. This is back when I lived uptown, but my favorite movie theater in New York is the AMC on the Upper West Side. It's the best movie theater in New York. Yeah. And we saw, I saw it there and it was back when they converted it into the, they converted it into an IMAX theater, but it used to be like an old school theater with like a balcony, mm -hmm. like a two, like a two level big screen movie theater. And when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It was like the 11 a.m. showing, so it was literally me and like eight octogenarian Jewish women on the Upper West Side. Like that was who saw this movie. And these women were all spattered throughout the theater, but just talking at full volume the whole movie, their live commentary and thoughts. And it was like genuinely so funny. And at the end, when like she comes back, again, spoiler, it's like when she comes back after she kills Neil Patrick Harris and like Ben Affleck is kind of like, very like I don't know how the fuck to handle this right. like I don't know what's going on and like she's kind of like revealing her like master moves one of the women behind me just goes oh I hate her I hope he kills her <laughs> <laughs> like a full volume Same. it was so that's so funny, funny. and like I laughed the rest <laughs> oh I hate her I hope he kills her 
And it was so good. Did I tell you about that? I love to give commentary when I'm watching a movie at home. I can't shut up about it. But when I'm in the theater, I'm pretty good about the etiquette. But I, I would love commentary like that that's actually funny on the Upper West Side specifically. <laughs> but when I was watching Bodies, Bodies, Bodies in the theater, I saw it at the Regal Union Square. Okay, pretty good theater. It's okay, but it was- Regal Essex is the best Regal. It's, yeah, it's just no, there weren't like, okay, whatever. We can't talk about the architecture of the theater right now. I just hate tiny little theaters. But I could hear everything and this guy just kept talking and I kind of started a fight. And I'm still afraid that one day I'm going to open up Reddit and have somebody be like, that TikTok girl was in the theater with me on Bodies, 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 and she gave me a stern talking to. What did you say? I was like, excuse me, I'm really like, I, I just, in the middle of the movie, he would not shut up. And I was like, hi, can you please be quiet? We're all trying to watch. And he turned around and just kind of gave me a look. And I think everyone in the theater was grateful that I had said something, but he was like, he turned around and then he double took me. Like he did a double take and I was like, oh, fuck. Damn. Yeah, that sucks. Damn. I hate that shit. When when I saw Scream, when I saw Scream um, 5, I was at the Alamo Draft House and this girl sitting next to my friend, he was on the end of our party and she was like at the edge of her party so they were next to each other. She was talking about the movie but also because it's like Alamo so you like get food or drinks throughout. Everything she was served throughout the whole movie she took a photo of with Flash. Like, (laughs) Like a Diet Coke. Like That's flash, insane. it was the craziest thing. That's insane. I, everything. Wait, also not to be like a Karen, and I didn't say anything in the moment, but it was crazy. Like girlies, like I know that TikTok has made everyone buy the like palette light, like the like oh, Al- yeah. they call it, like the Alex Earl light. Like girls, let's not have that on for photo and video in a restaurant at dinner. I'm, yeah, the table I agree behind with that. me shot like. It lights up the whole room. Like yeah. the light's amazing. Use it in your apartment. It look it it lights. Right, but it's like but a like, Smashbox studio in the bar. It's crazy. Yeah. These girls had it on for like a full fifteen minutes, and you could see everyone else being like, "Why is the room so bright?" And it's yeah. like, because these girls, it was like really wild. Meanwhile, I'd be in the corner using it to like look at the menu. I'm like, <laughs> so, I'm such a grandpa when it comes to dark restaurants. I can't stand it. If I can't read anything, what is the point? I totally, I do not like the bad lighting in restaurants. But okay. <sighs> Damn, guys, I have this problem. I did the same thing with Barbie. Is I, I walk out of the movie theater. I'm like, this is going to be great to talk about on the podcast. I have all these different opinions. I forget about it until we get in here, and then I haven't formulated my opinions again. I'll come back with something solid about anyone but you and Wonka. Um, what was another movie I just saw? What else is out right now? So many. Anyone but you, Wonka. There's, a, there's, a, there's another one. Well, should we do the first call? And if you remember, bring it up. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on, hold on. What's out? What's out? Uh, movies out right now. But let me know what you guys thought of Wonka. I'll come back with a formulated opinion. I'll I just see am Wonka. so on- I don't know if I'll watch I'm so angry about it. I'm so angry about it about Wonka. Um, I'm supposed to see the color purple. Oh, Mean Girls. Like, why do I need a musical Mean Girls? And. I'm excited. Oh, I saw The Hunger Games. Oh. Oh, Rachel Ziegler is so good. Yeah, I mean, I'm she's, sorry. Very, she's so talented. She's very, very talented. But um, yeah, what the fuck is with that? That was way too long. If you're going to make a book adaptation, I don't need every single detail. That's why you have a movie of the book. You, you read the book if you want the little details. I didn't need a three-hour movie. Or was it was three probably like long? two hours, but it was so long. Yeah. Killers of the Flower Moon was three and a half hours long, and it was like so intense I could not even. Really? Like, I, to me, it's like it's not even worth it past three hours. I got three That's sodas crazy. over the course of the movie. Yeah. 
Wait, can you this work? My phone just froze. Hold on. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Hey, I'm an international listener of yours. Uh, I'm from Italy. Hi. I love the pod. You two are both so cool. Anyways, I'm a 17-year-old girl and I have a male best friend. Um, we're platonic, but sometimes I kind of wish we weren't. I mean, he's the person that I have the most fun with and who makes me laugh the most. Even though now he has a girlfriend, so that doesn't matter. Uh, anyways, we went Oops. to a club this Saturday with our friends and we were supposed to go back from the club together uh, go to my house and smoke some weed i don't know if i can say that in the call but i hope so you can you <laughs> and can, so it's 4 a.m we were going out of the club and um he says <laughs> wait pause to be 17 in italy it's so i'm sorry cool. you're leaving the club at 4 a.m to go smoke weed like Bitch, when I was 17, <laughs> like, it's the like The fact so... that this person calls it goes, you guys are so cool. <laughs> like, what, what? are you joking? Cool are us? you joking? You're cooler. You have more cool in your baby finger than we will ever what have in our entire bodies. What are you talking about? You left insane. the club to go smoke weed at your place at 4 a.m.? Where are your parents? You're and I mean so that cool. in, like, not, a, like, a judgmental way. I'm like, how did you do... Like, okay, whatever. Oh. Moving on. I can't wait to and hear the this. And beautiful year. accent. You're the coolest person in the world. Wow. Literally cool. Like, but what the fuck? he had forgotten something with our other friends that weren't there. And so he gave me his, the ticket to, to get his jacket and told me to wait for him and uh, uh, get his jacket in the meantime. So that's what I did. Uh, the only thing is that uh, he came back only after 40 minutes. I waited for him for 40 minutes and I couldn't leave because I had all this all his <gasps> stuff and I couldn't give it back to the people from Yo, the closet because so I already mad. given the ticket in. Yo, I'm so mad. And so when he came back, obviously I was really, really, really mad. So I just gave him his stuff, went out in the street and tried to look for a cab. But he was able... Uh, to arrive before I got on the cab and so he had hopped on with me even though I didn't really want to see him mm -hmm. uh, we arrived at my house and um, he started apologizing in a very weak way for something like half an hour and it was just awful I mean I don't know what to do because it's such a fucked up thing to do but also, I love him so much, and I just wish he had never done this. But I acknowledge that I don't, I don't deserve to have someone treat me like that, you know. So I, I don't really know what to do about this. Okay, coolest person in the world. Coolest still. person in the world. Okay, I have an immediate thought that I don't want to forget. Shoot. I do believe that. Okay. People make mistakes. He made a bad one. You clearly know your worth and you love him. You're going to stay friends with him, but he did a bad thing. I think that this call is more so about the fact that you love him. You can't really have him. And I think the anger is coming out now. Mm, yes, but I do think what he did is really fucked up. It is fucked up. But I'm saying like he made a he made a terrible mistake. You yeah. love him. He apologized weekly. And we can talk about, you know, how you get a better apology out of him. But like. I think that it's more so about like, I think that there's anger about You have to parse the two things out. Yeah. yeah. You have to release, like you can't hold against him the fact that you guys are platonic and maybe you don't want that. I also think that like you're at an age where like you're 17, you guys are like, I think that if this is like a person who's going to be your friend for a long time, you are going to be thankful in the long term that you stayed platonic. I think that that will 
Sure. I think that that is like going to make things easier and more sustainable long term. And I think that like it's normal in relationship. I know, I think it's normal in friendships where you are the genders that are attracted to each other to in the earlier phases at some point in time go through a phase where you're like, should we be fucking? Like, why not? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. especially when you're like a teen and you're just like yeah. naturally really horny. Like, but I think if you sometimes weather that storm and then get back to the side of it, you're kind of like, oh, thank God we never did that. Like, we right. were just always in platonic. It's like when I first met you. <laughs> but like, I think that, but I think you have to release that. I think you just need to sit down with him and be like, hey, like, I know you apologize. I just want to walk you through like why I'm mad. Like. You, you used me as like a coat rack and left me stuck outside a club at 4 a.m. for 40 minutes. Right. That made me feel X, Y, and Z way. Never again. You know what I mean? Yes. But I just think that you really need to make sure that those feelings don't come out through your anger. Like it's possible to resent this guy a little bit because he has a girlfriend. You have such a close relationship with him and you kind 100%. of have special feelings that may or may not go away. Right. Absolutely true about what Jake said. Maybe it's not right that you whatever. And I know that that's not what the call was about. But I just, the way that you spoke about it before and then you told us about the actual thing that he did wrong, I feel like some of the anger that you have towards 100%. him is the fact that there is sort of an unrequited 100%. feeling or maybe it is requited, but you know, you can't be together. So just make sure that whatever you do, I think that you should clearly, you know, yeah. uh, nothing bugs you like a bad fucking apology. I'm sorry. At this, at, at especially at 25, people still not apologizing correctly is like my biggest pet peeve. It's like a deal breaker in a friendship to me. I think that apologies are like the way that you express that feeling is like at your big age, he should be able to like recognize that he just simply did something really fucked up and like, it's not hard to just make it sincere. Um, So you should have a discussion about that because it'll bug you. But I just really think that you shouldn't let it get into your little discussion that I don't know, make sure that you're not angry about the other thing. A hundred percent. I hear that. Yeah. yeah, There's some anger in there. A hundred percent. Um, no, I think that's good, but I think, God, to be that, to so be what's it like? And can we talk about the important thing? I know. Also, girl, there's so many hot guys in Italy. Yeah. Come on. That's so true. Go move on from him for a little while. Yeah. Date someone Look else. Around. Make him Shop jealous. around, baby. I love the difference between like, I love New York Italians, like American Italians mm-hmm. and the difference between them and actual Italians like yeah. could not be more different. Oh yeah, I'm obsessed with the, just like the way like Have your you elegance. Italy? Yeah, I went to Florence once in Venice, um, and I enjoyed it. But I just I really I love the elegance that they have and the sort of yeah, the, the slowness of their voice. And here it's like, yo, where's the mozzarella? <laughs> <laughs> it's just and it's like they're both Italian, but it's just so fucking funny to me. It is very funny. I've always said I could either, if I'm not going to marry Jewish, I could totally marry Italian because it's basically the same. Big, loud families. Sure. That's yes. all I want. I get that. Okay, next call. No, Hi, Italian Jake. Um, I'd like to remain anonymous. Um, I did leave a voice message earlier today, but I was really flustered and I got really stressed out. <laughs> I thought I'd leave another one. I'm sorry to your producer. <laughs> Me recording this, this entire podcast um, every single I live time. In city. I'm an intern since September um, at this place. Um, I'm in a grad program and it requires us to do an internship until like for the whole September. first year. Um, and there is this um, guy at the internship who I just like immediately on the first day thought was just so cute and so precious. Um, obviously, like nothing's happened. Um I don't talk to him a lot. I just like kind of observe from afar and I think he's really cute. Um, 
I like don't know much about him. I know, I mean, he's not married and he doesn't have kids, but like he totally could have a girlfriend. Like I, I totally could, this could be like all for naught. But like I try and say hi in like a cute flirtatious way. I don't really know if it works, but um, yeah, like I just was wondering if there was a way he, I like he, one of the, our volunteers told me the other day that he was talking about me and like said that I did such a good job here and that like, they should like they I should work here essentially since you know I'm just an intern um and maybe I'm a little bit delusional but I was like oh he's talking about me so I guess my question is how is there a way if there is a way to like subtly flirt with somebody in like a work appropriate way or should I just like drop it until the internship is done or if there's a way to do this in like an appropriate way or if I'm just being delusional um that's all thanks bye I have thoughts. Well, you have thoughts too, clearly. How are you going to get through this internship if you don't have a little flirtation? Yeah. Also, flirting is just talking and both to and both people being attracted. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like, it's like flirting just, is just talking when you're hot. It's <laughs> it's just like how talk to him. And if there's a vibe, there will be a vibe. And if there's not, there won't. And it's not like like don't be like, <laughs> like don't go up and just immediately start talking about your vagina. Like that wouldn't be yeah. like that would be work inappropriate. That would also be bad game. It's you just know so what I mean? people like, are so different from me, and I realize that every day on this podcast because the first thing I do when I walk into any new environment is like, okay, who am I going to fixate on for the next three months? Like who's going to be my <laughs> like if I'm working walking into work and internship, school, everything. I was like, okay, in this class, who is going to be the person I have a crush on so that I can get through this shit and still have fun and like want to get up in the morning and do my makeup and get on an outfit. Like, obviously I need a little bit of a crush. Yeah. There is absolutely a way to do this in a way that's not sexual harassment-y. You're not going to have to get HR involved as, as long as you just keep it, keep your hands just to yourself. Talk to him. Yeah. And chit chat. And you got to do a little face triangle where you're chit chatting, but you like look at his lips for a second. And then if you feel like he's not returning the energy and you don't want to feel like a creeper, just take it a notch back. Then move on. Get a notch back. What's he gonna do? Go to HR and be like, "Excuse me, she stared at my butt." <laughs> like, okay, once. No, it's, it's fine. so true. It's so true. It's fine. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, just flirt a little. I think it's interesting because like neither of us have had office jobs, so we can't really like speak to that. Like, I can't speak with one hundred percent confidence on like how it works. But I'm like, but I've had jobs where there's an HR and stuff, and you just gotta wait, like. You have. Yeah. Where? Just, I worked at a dorm, and I had to, the dorm oh. company had an HR. And I got in so much trouble twice. Wait, was this like through college? <laughs> yeah. I worked at a dorm and the dorm company was owned. It was an off-campus dorm, I think, that was like owned by Did a you housing live in this company. Dorm? No, I was just there all the time. Like I would sit there at the front desk, sometimes like into the night and whatever. So and wait, was it for Cal? Yes, but it wasn't owned by Cal. It was like a private company that ran the dorm. It was a, it was a housing unit. And I had to so check in people's bags. Was it technically offhand, off-campus housing? Yeah. Oh, so it's I like an, I don't even know exactly what it was. But so it's it was, like an apartment building for students, kind of. Yeah, but it was only freshmen. It was oh. like a privately owned. I was not paid by I've the school. I've never heard of this before. That's so interesting. It okay. was like a new building, and I checked in people's packages, and I would check yeah, in yeah, people yeah. into the building, and I I would always get in trouble for jeweling at the front desk, oh, <laughs> like Jesus under Christ. my shirt. <laughs> And I had to be called into HR once because I did invite like a guy that I was hooking up with to come like on my like Saturday shift when no one was there. He like sat and watched a movie with me and we like made out in the mailroom. 
And turns out they had cameras everywhere. So Jesus I just talked Christ. to of HR. Was a door. <laughs> That's crazy. I know. I was so stupid. I, I didn't think anyone was looking. Who's looking at the fucking cameras? I'm the security. The only reason sure. they would look at the cameras is if I said there's something wrong. You sure. know what I mean? Well, clearly so not. who's going to look? Clearly <laughs> someone. they got a little bit of a show. I don't That's know. That's so funny. But, um, Yes, and I worked at a summer camp, and I still do work at a camp where there's like you know right. all kinds of um, you know there there's there you have worries about whether something is appropriate or not with your totally. with your employees or with your direct. I um, guess I mean like like when you work in a restaurant, which is like most of what my experience was, like there's pretty much always an opportunity to talk to like any other coworker at some point in like the shift. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's like you're talking to the kitchen. Da, 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 like. There are ways or like drinks after, but I want, I'm like in an office. Maybe it is like if she wanted to talk to him, she more explicitly has to like go over to his desk and find a reason to. And like, I don't really know how that works. Yeah. But like that's interesting to me, but I think it's also kind of funny. I just think that don't cross any lines when it becomes sexual harassment. It's, it's, I will admit it's a tough line. Take my feminism card. I don't care. Like the, the sexual harassment thing in the workplace can be a little bit scary for people. Cause if you have a little workplace crush and you feel like you're feeling a vibe, you really don't want to go too far. Like you don't want to push somebody no. to the point where you make them uncomfortable. Also, make sure you're feeling a vibe and you're not imagining one. I yes. feel like that's half the time is these guys who are like think that they're into the girls. Yeah, into them they and it's think, like, yeah, it's like they're and not. And most of the time, it's like a boss asserting power over a woman and yeah. being creepy in that way. But like, I I do sympathize with the idea of like I'm afraid I'm gonna get called into the office for like genuinely just asking like, what are you doing later? I yeah, want to get coffee. Like, I get it. Just you have it. It only takes the people who get in trouble for this kind of thing though for being a creep or people who don't have social skills. And you obviously do because you listen to this podcast. That's you're just so going to use your basic true. common sense. You're going to feel out the situation make eye contact, figure out if this person enjoys talking to you. If you're giving a little bit of a signal and they don't seem to be enjoying the conversation, then, then back off. And then maybe in a month, try again and take it a notch down. Totally. And if it's still not working out, then you're done. But I think it's going to be fine. You know what I mean? Shall I mean? I have a little bit of a acid reflux. My excuse. Yes, I think that's perfect advice. Okay, next call, but give us a second to find out what the call is. Hello, Talia. Hello, Jake. Big fan of the pod. Um, hello from Brooklyn. Um, I was curious. Um, I've been going on a few dates. I am a gay male. I'm 26 years old. Um, and I've been talking and having good relationships with a few men and going on great first dates um and it seems that things that go well on dates um never lead anywhere um i'm someone who's kind of you know i follow up um i'm not trying to force anything of course but i'm just curious like what really is the secret to and this is for jake i guess like the secret to gay dating as in like are people valuing other people's time? Um, how much will it take to kind of get a man to settle or, um, you know, have like a follow-up um, from our first date if it was good? Um, I feel like I've been having some miscommunication, not between the two of us, but just between me and the dating world and what's happening. Um, do you think this is the fall of apps? Um, yeah, where do you think I should go based off this information that I gave you? Um, again, mutual great dates with some of them, humanistic connection, um, and then just the lack of follow-up and, like, wanting to build a connection with somebody else. I'm unsure why this is what it is, and if you have any answers, I'd love to hear 
Um, thanks so much. Bye. Great question. Great I'm bummed we don't have more time. We have, okay, I think we can ten minutes. Time. You can do this. It's like okay. So first of all, Lord knows I don't know the secret to gay dating. Jesus. <laughs> <sighs> I think that like it is interesting where it's like I don't think that there are in this day and age, especially in like New York City. I don't think that there are any sort of like there's no like social script or norms for dating, especially gay dating. Because like if you I think like in the past, it's like there weren't apps, there weren't all these different ways to meet people. So like I think there was more of an openness to like invest a lot of time, like invest time, even if it was like that first date was pretty fun. I'll go on a second date. Whereas now it's like, yeah, it's fun, but like, you know, right. it's, it has to be so much better to continue. And also like and like in other places, if you're gay, there's like not as many other gay people. So you're like much more willing to like commit and stuff. Like part of what brings you to New York is that there's so many gay people. Like you're saying like, I want to settle. I'm like, I don't think a lot of gay guys in New York want to settle ever. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like I want a life partner. I don't think I want to settle down. Like that's not why, that's not my lifestyle. Do you know what I mean? I think that like, I think that unfortunately for you, if you are someone who's like really wanting to quickly move into like something that's very committed and very like regular, it's just gonna be a matter of finding that other person because they don't, I think a lot of guys, that's not their vibe. Like they wanna go slower. Or it's also just a matter of like, when you meet the guy that it's right to do that with, you both will just like start doing it. But I think, I don't know. I think it's harder to f find that, if that makes sense. It makes perfect sense. I just think that even, just dating in general right now, nobody's willing to put in time to build a connection. People want to feel an immediate connection. It's just a culture of instant gratification, especially with dating apps. I, I think you're experiencing a problem that a lot of people are going through right totally. now, which is like, you just don't want to have the patience to like see where something could grow when you know that there's a hundred other options at your fingertips that can be provided for you in the, la in the next five minutes. Like if you can see another hundred guys right now, why would you want to go on a second date with a guy that you're unsure about? When there, there's the odds that you're going to be way more sure with the next person. Like, you know what I mean? 100%. But just listening to this person talk, like, I don't know, even your vocabulary, just the way that you, I'm I'm such a sucker for judging them based on just the way that they articulate themselves and being like, you're going to be fine. You, you don't need our no, advice. No, totally. But I just, I think that like that person is coming for you and you're going to find someone great. I believe that you are not the problem here. I think that you have a very clear view of yourself and a view of the dating world. No, but I think it can be really degrade. I think there's something like that feels really shitty about when you're in the headspace. And like, I don't think this is me right now. I've been at this, I feel like I've been this person at times and I feel like I see a lot of people who go through this. I think when you're in the headspace of being not necessarily like pining, like I want a boyfriend just being like, I that is the thing I'm ready for my life. Right. I've done X, Y, and Z. The, the next adventure I want to do is like partnership. A relationship, yeah. I think it can feel kind of like shitty and degrading and make you feel like a loser when you're dating for that goal. And there are other people that you're going on dates with who that's not their goal. It kind of makes you feel like you're, you're like lame. Yeah. I just think it makes you feel small and bad. And I don't think that's like anyone's wrongdoing. I don't think that's the people who are dating casually they're not doing anything wrong either you right. know you're allowed to date casually and maybe dating casually you meet the person where you want to not be casual anymore like it can happen in a lot of different ways but i think when you i think it is particularly challenging to be dating in the mindset of very specifically being like i want like even me now like when i'm on like hinge or or raya or whatever i i don't think there's this option on raya but on hinge it'll say like some people like 
it, people be like looking for my life partner or people be like mm -hmm. looking for my friend. And like that is, oh, I'm always like, oh, okay, that's like a level of seriousness that I'm open to. But I feel like it does add a pressure to the first date when yeah. someone puts that on their profile. Because in my mind, it's kind of like, I'll find my life partner when I find someone who I want to be my life partner. I'm not, you know what I mean? And right. entering with that energy, I think can be a little intense, but also if that's the kind of person you are, it's gonna draw the other kind of person who's also that way. So that's like a good yeah. thing. But I think that it can, I think maybe what's happening to this caller is that that does make you feel like small and shitty a little bit when you're like, oh, I'm kind of looking for something more serious. And people are like, I'm not. And it's like, oh, okay. Like am yeah. I? Is it me? Yeah. I I think what I'm trying to say when it comes to commenting on your, the way that you sound and your maturity and whatever, is just, you have such a clear goal. And a lot of people aren't dating, especially yeah, yeah, as young yeah, people yeah. in Brooklyn with that goal like you are looking for something serious totally a lot of people actually are looking for that but i think they won't admit it to themselves which is just as bad because then they like don't date with intention they want to believe that they're like the cool person who can just be loosey-goosey and you're like very you're just you know what you want right now and i think it's a very hard position to be in when you know what you want and you're willing to be picky and not settle and like you have a very clear vision in your mind for what you need in your life right now yeah it is very hard to find someone who is good enough because you're not willing to change your mind i also feel like looking back i feel like and i was in a relationship at this age but 20 like i think that 26 is around the age where it's kind of like i think people start to feel because it's like you're in your early 20s and then you're like 24 25 and you're like oh i'm not in my early 20s anymore and then 26, 27, you're suddenly like, you think you're in your, you're in your late twenties. And I feel like you think like, oh, I'm becoming like a real adult. I'm getting old. And then like, you start thinking about relationships differently. Mm -hmm. And then you turn 30 and you realize you're literally still a child and it doesn't matter. So I think that there's also something that happens in that specific age bracket where it's like, I think pressure sometimes ratchets up a little bit in a way that is not actually necessary. Yeah. That's just yeah. a, a theory. But I think that like, there's no secret, like there's no secret. I do think you just kind of have to stick to your own guns, but also not like push it you know what I mean like if you're dating someone if you want to date with someone and they're not currently interested in a relationship and you try to force a relationship with them it's going to be bad Amen. you know so it's like you kind of have to wait until you find someone who's like also and that also made me like like honestly like maybe that means like dating someone a little older you know what I mean yeah. like dating someone a little older I think that you are in a position that a lot of people find themselves in before they find someone who is right which is you're going through a tough tough uh patch the part where you know exactly what you want and you haven't yeah. found it yet and it's really hard to like date and have fun and just be okay with things when you're so like in yeah. a different headspace where you know what you and want and it's so frustrating i feel like I, I i'm thinking of one friend of mine in particular who went through this where it's like when you're going on these dates and the dates are good like mm -hmm. you have nice times maybe you're like even having sex and the sex is fun mm -hmm. or like and you're like seeing them a couple times and then they all just like fizzle out and there's yeah. never like fights it's never bad there's never like anything it's just like it peters out you're like what the fuck is like why are we all doing this yeah. like it just feels it's such like this purgatory limbo it makes everything feel very like, apathetic and like is any of this gonna matter or are we just like having fun for three dates and then never speaking again like right. i think that like when it's that like i think if it, it'd be one thing if you're going on like bad dates and you'd be like what the fuck is like clearly something is wrong wrong mm -hmm. but when you're in this sort of like malaise like middle ground that can be like specifically maddening yeah where you're like i would hang out with you again like what you know i think that right. that can happen you're just in the really difficult part of dating where you know what you want and you can't yeah, make yeah, everybody that... else align with you and you have to like 
sift through and find the people who do. Totally, totally. It just sucks, but it's like that you're going to get that person that much faster than everybody else is. You know, yeah. you figured it out. It is also helpful to remember how big New York is because some days it feels like you've seen every single person the city has to offer. Like on every, and then all of a sudden you're like, wait, no, there's literally so many people here. So many people. Like it's, there's plenty of options. I know. But it does, it is a little, I get that it's challenging. It's really hard. It's really hard. But it's I think hard. you're going to. Yeah, I think you just kind of have to stick to your guns, trust your gut. Like, I wish, I desperately wish I had more specific advice of, like, here's what I think you need to do. But, like, you just kind of have to date until you find someone you want to be in a relationship with who also wants that. And it's, yeah. like, kind of that simple. And speaking from experience, don't be so eager to get into a relationship. It's pretty boring. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm on, like, it's just enjoy the dating, man. Yeah, grass is always greener. Like, yeah, grass is always greener. I'm super happy right now, but, like, you know. It's like you weren't miserable before also though. I wasn't miserable either. Yeah. I'm just I'm I'm chill. But like what I'm saying is enjoy the dating. Enjoy yeah, the yeah. options. Once you find a person that you're really happy with, it's great. You're not gonna want to change it, but your life gets really boring. <laughs> I don't have any stories. <laughs> I don't have anything to tell you guys. <laughs> My friends are like, what's new? I'm like, I don't know. I got a pedicure. <laughs> I got nothing. Well, come tune in next week for whatever exciting Dating life storia story story Talia has for us. My dating life historia. <laughs> I'll I'll just fill you guys in on like the fights that I get in with his roommates. That's uh, how bored I get. I just pick fights with people he lives with. Because I have nothing to do. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll call the podcast at 929-269-4960. Please rate and review. We would love. Go review on Apple and write a review. We love those. I've been reading them. They're so nice. We're gonna start shouting out five stars. We're gonna remember to start doing that soon. Yeah. Um, Should we do it right now? We can do it right now. All the reviews are going to be like, Jake, ditch that girl. <laughs> okay, wait. Can you only read the reviews on Apple Podcasts? Yeah, there's, you can't like, okay, wait, here's from Deaners too. So I am most likely older than the average listener, but I am hooked and binging this podcast, on hooked and binging this podcast. Talia and Jake are hilarious. They also give great and realistic advice. I totally want to give them, join them as a guest host. So much fun. I could have used their advice when I was still in my dating area. Okay, Deaners, thank, thank you. you. Thank you for the five stars. Wait, I love Drake. multiple people saying I love people being like, I'm too old for this. And it's like, no, you're probably not. <laughs> yep. You're not. Um, our Morer Mo one. Morer? Morer. Thank you for the five stars. Um, are you kidding me right now? Said five stars. Thank you very much. Um, okay, Ducray. Five stars. Jamie Peebles. Obsessed with that last name. Thank you. Um, Lito Nerdic. Wait, why does this person say, wait, how do you say the word lecture? What? This, this, this review says, wait, Talia, why do you say lecture like that? When did I say, oh, I'm not seeing that review. It's right here. But what do you, why do you say the word? Talia, why do I, oh, lecture? Oh, you do say it kind of weird. Lecture? Wait, you say it really weird. How do I say it? It sounds, you sound like you're saying L-E-T-C-H-E-R. Lecture? Yeah, you like you. I'm saying, going to lecture you. It's lecture. Lecture you. No, that's not a. It's I'm like pronouncing a sh, it right. A, no, it's Lect not a. But it's a sh, not a ch. Lecture. Lecture. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll see you next week. You know we why love that you. is? Because my last name is the same way. Lickstein. Yeah, but people, it bugs me. When people say Lickstein. Or oh, Lich that's my, interesting. My last name is pronounced Lichstein. And people say Lichstein? Yeah. 
Oh, okay. But Maybe it's... I do that with lecture. <laughs> Every time there's a C and then a T, you know what I mean? That's so funny. Well, you figured that out, that out so quick. That's so weird. I had no idea I said that weird. All right, if we say anything else weird, put it in a review. Love you, bye. Bye. <laughs> oh my God, I had no idea I say that. Bye. Bye.